Welcome to the Fun and Games Podcast. I'm your host, Brittany Lupkin, and let the games begin. What's up, you guys, and welcome back to the Fun and Games Podcast. Happy Wednesday, everybody. I'm your host, Brittany Lupton, and I'm so excited for today's episode. Today, we have Erin Colleen on the podcast, ETK Fit. As a lot of you know her on Instagram and TikTok, we first met back at the Arnold, and it was so fun. I've always really vibed with Erin because she has such a strong personality. I feel like she doesn't care what other people think. She has an amazing transformation that is so inspiring to so many, the millions that follow her. She is a certified personal trainer, and she's just an awesome personality and a true example of discipline and motivation when it comes to the gym and training. She is awesome. So I'm pretty stoked to share our conversation with you here on the podcast. But before we get into that, we need to do our fun and gains segment of the podcast. The fun of this week is all things pumpkin spice related, okay? Darian and I went to Trader Joe's and we packed our cart full with Vinny of everything pumpkin. And probably our favorite thing so far is they have these mini pumpkin what exactly are they called let me see i just posted about them and i want to see what the box is called okay so it's the pumpkin sticky toffee cakes and we pair it with the pumpkin ice cream it is unreal honestly one of my all-time favorite holiday treats it is so amazing an absolute must if you're at trader joe's grab that in the ice cream for a fun little dessert as far as a gain i'll say last week i think i went into the gym i think it was last week yeah I decided, okay, it's been a while since I've really pushed myself on strength. I feel like I've been working on getting back into the routine, right? Since traveling like all of May, June, July, even through August, I was doing a ton of work trips some family trips. So I finally feel like September, I was able to be in the gym pretty much the entire time. And now it's October. So it's time for me to be able to start working on strength again. And I slowly but surely started to increase my weight on squat. And I'm feeling a lot more confident in that. And where sometimes I get a little bit too timid and I won't push myself or mentally I'm like, oh, I can't go above a certain number. But I really decided, no, today, you know, I'm really focusing on this. This week, I'm really focusing on increasing my weight because I've been at the same weight for a lot of these exercises for quite a while and I'm realizing that. And I'm like, it's time to push. It's time to go. So I'm sending it all. This is all about the gains now and I'm working on strength and it's gonna be really, really fun. So Quite simply put, that is the fun and gain segment of this podcast. And today's review is from Maria 95 It says, my gym besties on the go. Hey, Brittany, new listener slash subscriber here. I absolutely love your content from your personal educational content to gym stories with Darian. P.S. Currently crying at your most recent gym confessions episode. Thank you so much for being transparent and helping me fall in love with fitness all over again and reminding me this journey is for life. Oh, love that. And I love that it ends with reminding you that this journey is for life. That's always a great reminder in case if you need one. Now, hopping into today's episode, Aaron and I are going to be answering some of your questions that you asked over on Instagram in the comment section of the funandgains.podcast. And we're also going to be doing a fun little this or that to just get to know us a little bit more at the very end of the episode. So I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode. Again, thank you so much for listening. And without further ado, let's welcome Aaron to the podcast. Today's podcast is sponsored by Wonderful Pistachios. 
where delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch. Wonderful Pistachios is one of the highest protein nuts out there, and each one-ounce serving has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value. It is no secret how much I love pistachios. I love pistachios. It is part of my identity, and honestly, there are so many fantastic flavors. My personal favorite is the wonderful pistachios no salt. It has a little blue emblem on it for the bag. So delicious. I know others love the roasted and salted, even lightly salted. There's a sweet chili that's good, a salt and pepper. There are so many options, and you can have them in the shell or no shell. Cracking each pistachio open one at a time? Yes, Wonderful Pistachios is the only exception I make for playing with my food. It is fun and protein all in one bite. Go ahead and visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more or pick up a bag at your local store. Let's get to cracking and let's get to snacking. You guys, guess who's here? Queen Erin Clean. It, it is clean, right? For your last name? Okay, oh. cool. You know, I actually lived in Clean, Texas. So that's why I feel like Wait, I know really? how to say that. Yeah. No way. <laughs> that's that's crazy. Dude, okay. Say what's up. Welcome. Welcome yourself. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. So stoked to have you. You guys have been dying to have Erin on the podcast. And I feel like ever since we met up in Arnold, I was like, dude, come on. Now we're getting to it. Finally. I know. We just had to figure out the logistics. It only took like four months but we're here <laughs> well, only a couple months only a couple months you've been super busy though you moved to utah now you moved to colorado so it's it's been crazy yeah. all the things yeah I all the things <laughs> no, never rest go ahead and give everybody a little background on yourself if they don't know who you are or just give a little spiel if they want to know who aaron is so i'm aaron um you guys might know me as etk fit on instagram um i'm 24 i'm a certified personal trainer um i've been in the social media space for since like 2019, so like three years now, um, I really just share like, well, I went through a weight loss uh, transformation. I lost 70 pounds. Um, and through that really just like fell in love with the gym and training and like fitness as a whole and the way it makes me feel. Um, so I started posting in 2019 and I just share a lot of like normal lifting. I don't know, in my eyes, like just very basic movements, a lot of like progressive overload and, um, yeah, I just, I just try to share like how, how I live my life and the things that I enjoy and kind of how that ties into fitness. I feel like my page has gotten kind of all over the place the last like year or so. Cause I'm doing like more all encompassing like life things, but yeah, that was a super ADHD version of who I am. <laughs> no, it's awesome. I love it. I think a big thing that people relate to and love when it comes to you is being able to relate to a transformation or having that be an inspiration. Like you're a massive inspiration out there for having a successful weight loss journey and also building, maintaining, and just that whole structure. So I think that's awesome. And your content is killer as always. Like love a girl who lifts, gets it done. Like, let's go. How have we not worked out together? We need to. Well, literally, we need to make it happen. Literally. Also, literally in my home state. Like how does this not happen? <laughs> I know. Okay. So if I ever come out to Denver, if you ever come out here, like we'll, we'll link up and make yeah. it happen. Oh, it it has to happen. So that's awesome. So I have a question when you actually first, when did you first start your transformation? And I guess, was there like a point in your life where you're like, I'm sick of this. Like I want to change. Talk about how long it took you even like now. Cause I feel like so many people are like, Oh, looking for some type of weight loss. Like, right. Don't you feel like even in your DMS, I feel like that can be a common question. So do you want to talk about that a little bit? Yeah. So kind of just like a rundown of like the entire, I, I haven't even like 
Like I've been meaning to post a YouTuber like a long yeah. time of like this explanation hasn't happened. So this is kind of it. Um, essentially, when I was 19, I got into this horribly toxic, horrible relationship. Um, I was with him for three years. We lived together for a while. Um, he was a good bit older. And during that relationship, I like completely lost touch with like every aspect of myself. I was so depressed. I gained literally 70 pounds in like less than a year. Like it was so, so bad. Um, but like in the middle of it, I was so lost. Like I, I didn't even really know, like it's hard to explain, but I had like no idea, like how much weight I was gaining, how depressed I was. Like, I just didn't, I was so in that freaking hole that I like yeah. couldn't even see a way out. Um, and while we were still together, actually, um, my sister got married and I was a bridesmaid and I had to try on bridesmaid dresses and I was a size 16. And that was the first time that I'd really like, like I'd go to the store and like buy large clothes. Like I, I really did not look in a mirror much, which is like so concerning to me just not because like, I wasn't looking in the mirror, but just yeah. because like, I knew that I, I like was not good. And I just like wanted to ignore it. Um, but so I was trying on bridesmaid dresses for my sister's wedding. I was a size 16. I literally grabbed size 10 and tried to like wear it. And it was so atrociously, like, that was like hundred percent, the turning point, like being Aww. in that room, I was like, what did I just do to myself? Like, how did I get here? This is like, it was like a like night and day, like, holy shit. Like, I, I cannot believe that this is where I'm at. Um, so literally like from then on, I spent a week like researching. I watched so many YouTube videos trying to understand like calorie, like how much should I be eating? Because I was literally eating like asshole, like just did not care. Like it was so bad. I was binging like all the time. Like it was bad. Um, so I watched a lot of videos, like how many calories should I be eating? I calculated that I, uh, joined orange theory and started going like literally four times a week. Um, and I lost 70 pounds in seven months. I lost it while I was still in that relationship. And then I ended up leaving. And that's when I really fell in love with like the actual training process, like through that breakup and through those like five or six months where I was so, I mean, I lived with this guy from the time I was 19 to almost 21 or 18 to almost 21. So I was so like, I didn't know what to do with myself. And I really yeah. just like turned to the gym. Um, and that's where I started building muscle. My first year, I gained a good a bit. I gained a good amount of weight. Like as I was training, I put on a, like a little bit more fat. So I've kind of gone through like fluctuations over the past five years since losing that seven uh, seventy pounds. But yeah, it was it was essentially like I got in a really bad relationship, had a freaking like holy shit moment at my sister's bridesmaid try on thing, and then like immediate action. It was like I don't have a choice. Like I cannot feel like this anymore. I cannot feel this way about myself anymore. Like I'm so unhappy. I am 19. Like I have so much more to live. Like I, I can't do this. Um, it, there's been a lot of things obviously that have happened in the last, those last five years to get me where I am. It's my least favorite part of the fitness community and the fitness world is the confusion. And that's what I battled the first few months of trying to figure out like, what do I do? Like, yeah, how many calories do I eat? How do I train? How long do I rest? Like how many days do I rest? what exercise, like what rep range, like there's so much confusing information. So like the biggest part of my fitness journey was honestly just like trusting myself and like reading information and then like making an executive decision to do it. Like how I wanted to, I guess. Wow. That's actually really powerful that you realized, okay, it's really confusing out there. If somebody's trying to do the same thing to learn to trust yourself. Cause I feel like at the end of the day, it is 
kind of what works for us, whatever that routine is. How did you feel like you came to find that? Was that a lot of trial and error? I feel like, was it a long process? Was it a quick process? Was it something where did that then prompt you to become a certified personal trainer just so you could learn a little bit more about that or kind of where did that journey start for you then? So when I started Orange Theory, I did Orange Theory for like three months. I did the entire class like four or five days a week. It's like, a, if you know Orange Theory, it's uh, half like weightlifting and then half like straight treadmill cardio running. Yeah, I um, love that. It's such a good option, especially if you don't yeah. know where to start because they put you through the workouts. You're getting strength conditioning. You're also getting a little bit of weightlifting and somebody's there to kind of monitor how your form is. Love that. Okay. Yeah, no, they give you like, and then no, you're good. They give you like form tips and stuff like that. And just like being in a class environment, like it seems like easier to make the commitment. And I just like, like literally being in that dressing room, I was like, I don't know what I need to do, but I need to do something. Yeah. And I just was like, I feel like classes are the easiest thing. So like two, three months, I did the entire class. And then I started leaving before the cardio. I hate cardio still to this day <laughs> running. Yeah. Like I, I can't, I just, I don't want to. Um, I could, I just don't want to. Um, so I started leaving halfway through the class and it was really expensive. It was like 170 bucks a month. I remember just, and then I felt so guilty. I was like, man, I can't like only be going to half the class. So I ended up canceling and I went to planet fitness and that's like where I started. Like, I still remember the first day I walked into planet fitness. I was like, Oh my God, I have no idea what I'm doing. Like, this is so like, everyone's looking at me. Everyone's judging me. Literally nobody cares about you. Everybody's so concerned with themselves. Like nobody's looking at you or judging you or anything, but made the transition to Planet Fitness, trained there for a few months. And then like was starting to see progress. I was going up in like weight on like Smith's machine squats and stuff like that. And I was like, all right, like I need, I feel like I want to go to a different gym. So I joined the YMCA, um, which was like a better, they had like free weights. Um, and then there was a girl there that I trained with two days a week. Um, that was like super in the beginning of her fitness journey too. So that was cool. Cause it was kind of like, Oh, like, what do you know? Well, what do you know? Yeah. Like, like so we kind of helped each other out. Um, so that was really cool. And then I moved to Lansing, Michigan for a job. Hey, actually, <laughs> I lived in DeWitt, like literally like, yeah, 10 minutes literally away. wearing my Michigan state crew. Store. Yeah. Um, but I moved to Lansing and this gym in Lansing became like my home. Like that's literally where I fell in love. Like that's when my page oh, started I growing. That. I fell in love. Like it was a family. I would like I didn't know anybody in the city. So I would literally go to work, go to the gym, train for like two hours and then sit at the counter and just like talk to the people for like ever. And so that's when I like, I literally fell in love with the gym. That's when I launched my first program and it was just like all encompassing. Like, this is my life. I was doing way more Instagram. I was posting like a ton of workouts while working full time. And yeah, so it's kind of just been like taking it as it comes. Like wow, I, yeah. I, I don't think that I've sat down and been like, this is what I'm going to do. It's just been like, I guess I did with orange theory. And then after that, it's like, nah, this is what I want to do this sounds better. My best advice for people. And I get this question a lot is like, people ask me like, how do I lose weight or what do I do? Or how do you create like a sustainable habit? Like, where do I start? Yeah. And my most generic answer is always, you have to find the thing that you enjoy. If you yep. don't find the thing that you enjoy, you're not going to stick to it. You're going to hate your life. You're going to give it up. Like that's so aggressive way to put it, but like, you might stick to it for six months or a year, but what happens after that year? Like, are, do you want to wake up every single day and battle yourself to like, go do this thing? Yep. Or do you want to wake up? Like, like I wake up excited to go to the gym. Like, I can't wait to train. I can't wait to put on my little cute outfit, take my little pre-workout, <laughs> Same. go to the gym, you know? Yeah. Um, but some people it's not lifting. Some people it's riding a bike. It's going to a yoga class. It's like a spin class. There's hiking. There, there's so many things that you can do to stay active that are fun. You just have to find like your thing. 
hundred percent. And I feel like you're, that was a perfect example of even explaining kind of the overarching because a, it took years, right. And this is a progress and you're taking baby steps. So you started where you could with orange theory, which is a great starting place where, you know, it gives you an introduction of exercise of movement. You say, yeah, this isn't for me. You move on to the next thing. And that's a great example of adaption. You start at planet fitness, which is like the most, it can be a very comfortable gym for people's first time in a gym, right? Cause it's supposed to be a little less intimidating and then you move on and you move up, you know? So yeah. I think, I think that's a perfect example. And everything you said is definitely going to be taken to heart by a lot of people. So I appreciate that. Another thing, how do you feel like you found gym confidence? I feel like that is something also is how do you then become confident in the gym? And at what point I was kind of asking two questions here, but everyone asked on the Instagram, at what point did you feel comfortable just wearing a sports bra in a gym? So wait, what was the first question again? Shoot, I don't even remember the first question. Oh, I should have just stick in one. Oh, confidence in the gym, and then yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yes, so okay, for confidence in the gym, I we'll get there. Yeah, yeah. I really feel like it's it's really a time thing. Like that's not a great answer because I'm sure people want like what is that's so true though. But I really, really, really do feel like it's a time thing. Like once you put in, it's getting comfortable and like getting to a point where like when you're walking in, you feel like it's your gym, like. Like you've seen, like, you know, a couple people, they kind of say hi, or you say hi, or you nod. Like, you know, where the locker room is, you know, where yeah. the equipment's are. You're not like looking around being like, where am I going? I don't know what I'm doing. Like, it's really time and progress. Like, I feel like getting two to three months of freaking progress in, like, you feel like that bitch. Like, you're like, yeah, yeah I'm going to the gym. Like, uh, watch me lift. Like, right yeah. now. Like, I just feel <laughs> I, like, yes. like, like, that's literally my favorite part about, like, lifting fitness as a whole is like, you get so much confidence because every day you're waking up and making commitment to yourself. Like you're following yep. through, like you're saying this is how I'm going to live and you do it. And that's literally the definition of confidence. So yeah, I just, I just love training. No, like, I, I do too. I'm so passionate about it. <laughs> I always love, and I could just relate so hard on a lifting level of just genuinely loving that Yeah. because, and I feel like a lot of people listening to this podcast are also just like gym lovers. Like they just, it's so empowering. It's so empowering. The, just the vibes and the feeling that you get. And again, I wake up every day and I'm so stoked to train. Cause I'm like, I get a chance to prove to myself. And I agree as you're keeping those promises with yourself and keeping those commitments, your confidence grows and just shoots up. Cause you're becoming who you want to be. You're, you know, following up with what you said you're going to do. So exactly. love that. Okay. Um, and then the, the sports bra thing, yeah. honestly, like, I just, <laughs> I'm going to preface this where I still have days where I like, don't feel comfortable in a sports bra. Like, yeah. I don't, I don't know if you have those days. Like, uh, I mean, I shared about my period last month. I had, a, I had a rough period. I've had my IUD for five years, probably TMI, but I'm on my like last <laughs> yeah. leg of the five years. And my periods are so freaking horrible right now. I need to go get it replaced. But yeah, like la- la- last month, I wanted no part of walking around in a sports bra. Like I, I still have days my biggest thing that I tell myself is again, what I was saying earlier is nobody cares. Like nobody's yeah. looking at you and being like, Oh my God, like I heard in a sports bra, like no one cares. Yep. You're the only one that's overthinking it and you're going to yes. affect yourself by thinking about it. So if you want to wear the sports bra, wear the freaking sports bra. Like, I don't know. hundred percent. I'm the same way. Some days I'm just like, not about it. So don't do it. Don't put yourself through that because then you're going to constantly be in your head thinking about that. But at the end of the day, it's only you in your head kind of tearing yourself up. Yeah. So I do remember, I do remember the first day ever that I went to the gym without a sports bra. That was at that gym in Lansing. (laughs) Wait, without a sports bra? I mean, (laughs) 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 how was that? (laughs) Oh my gosh. 
it's a different channel. I'm just kidding. <laughs> That's after hours funny game. I'm kidding, I'm kidding, I'm kidding. No, but I remember the first time I went to the gym with just a sports bra on and Lansing. And I didn't start the workout like that. Like I went into the gym intending to do it. I was like, today's the day. Like, yes, what I'm going to do it. And I literally started half the workout with my shirt on and then like forced myself. I was like, go in the bathroom, take off your shirt. You can do it. Same. I Same. did. And literally like, that was the last time I like went to the gym and wore a shirt. Like, it's just like, it's like ripping off a bandaid. Once you do it, you're like, mm-hmm, yep. That's how it is now. Like, I know. Not even a question. Sometimes I feel like I remember my first time too. I was like, oh, I'm like so naked. Like, oh my gosh. And then you're so used to it. It's so satisfying to see the muscles. Oh yeah. And I'm like, no, like I want to see it all. If I'm in here working hard for the gains, I want to see them. So yeah, I'm it you. is like ripping a bandaid I just off. say I want to watch my form, but really. <laughs> really I'm just checking myself out all the time yeah, totally. isn't everybody yeah why do you go to the gym I literally go to see myself shredded okay so there's mirrors everywhere what do you mean yeah <laughs> what do you mean <sighs> okay wait I was thinking okay so we said this first of all what was the other question I was going to ask about first time gym going I guess um we, we honestly kind of already talked about like comparison I feel like I feel like you're in the gym like you're the only person that's really doing that like just get out of that mindset but do you have any like additional thoughts on yeah I actually so I heard this I don't know where I heard it I heard a few years ago but it's been so powerful to me um if we all trained the exact same and ate the exact same we'd still look different yes like you and I could literally follow the exact same meal plan follow the exact same exercises use the exact same weight and we will not look the same um and that's really helped me not compare because it's like why am I going to sit here and compare myself to this girl where it's like, I can't do anything to look like her. And I mean, like, yeah, I also feel like that comes along with like, as you're training, you're gaining confidence, you're feeling more fulfilled. You're seeing that progression. Like you're feeling validated in what you're doing. And I think that you kind of stray away from comparing another note that I have. And I've done this literally since I started, cause I have followed, I've been on Instagram, like fitness Instagram since like my heaviest weight. Cause that's where I got a lot of information from, yeah. but if you're struggling with your body image, I highly recommend not following people with a different like bone structure or physique than you. Personally, me, I have literally like negative hips. Like I have the biggest hip dips, which is fine. Like I, I don't really care, honestly. Like I know there's this whole thing and people are like, oh yeah, I have hip dips. It's so horrible. Like I really don't care, but I've never followed girls with like massive hips because there's nothing that I can do to ever look like that. So why am I going to have a girl on my feed and have any sort of thought of like, mm, yeah, like that or mm, look at look at how good she, like, I don't, I don't need to be battling that. Like, yes. Yeah. So that's like my, if you are struggling with, with body image or comparing yourself, I really encourage you to like, look at who you're following on social media and have it be an attainable physique. And also if you're following any of the one that makes you feel poopy, don't do not Yeah. Yep. Like, don't do that to yourself. You're, yeah. you don't need that. Yep. And there's never, there shouldn't be any offense given or oh. taken from that because it's your mental health. I hundred percent agree with that. Like go through your feed. If you're like, mm, just unfollow. It doesn't have to be personal. Okay. Yeah. Agreed. Totally. Totally agree. Like it's huge. In, yeah. in terms of like impact on your mental health, like and yeah, well, and stuff like that. It's insane. Because every day you're constantly comparing to hundreds, if not thousands of people where we now have access to all of that versus before social media. Like you'd only compare to neighbors or people you see at the grocery store or something like that. But now it's like, not only do you have to compare yourself to people you're around, but also the people all on social media where you can see thousands per day. Like, no, 
that's not good for anyone's mental health, you know? That and like, who knows how many of these photos and videos are now photoshopped and edited. Yes. Who knows what even you're comparing yourself to? I literally, yeah. I literally (laughs) forget about that all the time, but yes, I'm always, people will like expose people and I'm like, wait, what? That's a thing? Like I, yeah, it's so sad. It's so so sad. Is it is what it is, man. It is what it is. Not for me. Do you, so when you first started, um, were you taking initiative yourself in your toxic relationship? Which by the way, I feel like, dude, toxic relationships are hard because you totally lose yourself. But when you started going to Orange Theory, was that something where you took initiative? Just you was the ex-boyfriend into that at all? Was he supportive? Was he, you know, kind of what was that like? He was definitely supportive. Um, he didn't go with me or anything. Like I just did it all on my own. Like, I like literally that day at my sister's bridesmaid try on thing. Like I was like, I am done. Like, I, I think that was a slap in the face with like how I looked and also just like where my life was. Mm-hmm. Um, he, he was supportive. Like he wasn't like, don't go to the gym. Like, don't like, he, he, yeah. he was supportive of it, but I definitely like, I did it all on my own. Like I was going to orange theory alone. Like he was still eating like ass and I was tracking macros and like caring about nutrition and trying yeah. to eat healthier and stuff like that. Um, eventually once I started lifting more, right, Lambo and a squeaky toy. Um, once I started lifting more, we went to the gym a couple times together. Yeah. It was essentially just me kind of taking initiative and, and doing it for myself, which I think is like the initial thing that helped me get to a place where I was able to leave the relationship. Yeah. Wow. So you, do you feel like once you got your mind right, you then felt strong enough to be able to get out of that relationship then? Like you were like yeah, physically, mentally was, in a better place. I was sitting on it for about three months. Like I was just like, it was more, it more so just came down to like, is this how I want the rest of my life to look? And yeah. uh, the answer was like very apparently no. And, but it took a couple, I mean, there were a couple months where I was like, this is not how I want my life to look. And I am not happy. And I don't want to be in this relationship, but like, mm-hmm. I couldn't leave. I mean, yeah. we lived together. There were a lot of logistics, not saying yeah. you know, that's an excuse, but it's just like a, it's hard. Like it, it, and I was 19, like I was young. It was, it was super hard. Yeah. It was super hard. But yeah, I just got to a point where I was like, mm, no. Well, now you're thriving. So mm. yeah. Mm. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> oh, I just want to say though, it is funny. Cause when I first started sharing my transformations, like, like once things go viral, you know, you start getting like really shitty comments Ugh, and all yeah. the comments like mm, well maybe if you would have got skinny before you guys broke up maybe he wouldn't have left you and I'm like people don't understand that like I got fat and skinny in that relationship like yeah like there was no like that wasn't even a factor in like whether he was there or not or whatever and I just yeah I just like I you didn't want to yeah, like, uh, you only knew, like some people these comments are like I know you don't even want to be in that relationship anyway so it has nothing to do with how you looked period exactly. yeah lame well how do you feel do you feel like the I hate the word like mental toughness, but do you feel like your mindset from when you first started to now has carried over? Like mentally, how do you stay motivated to keep pushing yourself after being five years in, in your journey? Is it just because you love the gym because same, but is there anything else that kind of just helps you mentally stay motivated to push yourself? Honestly, like it really does. Like, I love the gym. That's definitely a big part of it. Like I, like there are, there are days where I like have to push myself to get to the gym, but like 80% of the time I like want to go and it's exciting to me. Um, honestly, I feel like it's been like such small mindset changes over the past five years that have like 
piggybacked on top of each other to get me to this place where I just live a certain way and I have expectations for myself. And there's like, no, it's not even a question in my mind to go under those expectations. Like, yeah, like Brian and I were actually talking about this the other day, my boyfriend, and just saying like, I don't think that I could like be unhealthy. Like (laughs) that sounds kind of conceited, but like, I, I just don't, I don't think that I could live my life in a way that's unhealthy again, because I know how shitty it felt before. And I know how good I feel living the way I do. Yeah. So like, motivation is kind of tough I think because it's fleeting like motivation doesn't stay but I think discipline is important and I think once you put together enough discipline it like feeds into the motivation if that makes sense because once you see progress and once it's like coming back to you you're getting validated in what you're doing and you like want to do more at least for me like that's very 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 empowering for me no 100% Um, yeah so I kind of just think it's like an expectation and like going back to what I said earlier, like I found a way to live that I genuinely enjoy and it makes it a lot easier to stay and stick with it. Yep. That is the key is though making a lifestyle based off things you enjoy. So you're going to continuously do that period, like forever, forever and always. Okay. More than, more than the 30 day, you know, quick fix and all that. It takes, it takes time. I think that's something that I just always want to like echo is it takes time find what works for you and stick with it and making it a lifestyle. Cause that's how you're going to get yeah. lasting results because and even on the, the day, mindset, yeah. Like if you're starting with the mindset of being, how fast can I do this? Like I get that question a lot. How fast can I lose? And I'm like, you're not going to until you don't have that. Like until yeah. you're not starting with that question, it's not going to happen. You might lose yeah. weight four or five times. It's going to come back because you did a quick fix. Like you did a little shortcut. You did. Yeah. Yep. You got to find the sustainable solutions. Yep. Agreed. So what does your training split look like right now? So I just launched a new program today, actually. I saw that. Um, I've been running, yeah, I've been running. Thank you. I've been running that program. Um, I still have one week left. Um, well, I finished the last week, but I'm going to do another week because I really like it. Yes. Um, but it is hamstrings and glutes. And then I have shoulders and arms and then quads and glutes, back and biceps and shoulders and glutes. Oh, so maybe hitting the glutes these days, you know? Yes. Yes. Honestly, same. Been trying to up the ante on the glutes as well. For us, glute accessory movements, kickbacks, and abductions make me like, dude, that's the thing that I don't enjoy doing. <laughs> <laughs> so, that and calves. I, I have. Bro, what do you have against calves? <laughs> Are you ready for this, Brittany? I started okay. training my calves one month ago. Okay. Finally, after five years. And I'm going to have calves next year. Oh, let's go. Just you wait. Just you wait. Mm-hmm. The yep. calf- I can wear low socks with my low socks, with my low shoes. Do you I ever get like, self-conscious when you have low socks on? Do you feel like your legs look like tiny? No. <laughs> wait, really? One time I posted a story of me in low socks with low shoes on, like full ankle exposed. And I got oh, yeah. so many DMs from people, like literally so many DMs saying, oh my God, your legs are so lean. And I'm like, no, bitch, I just don't have calves. And you can see <laughs> all of them now. <laughs> Dang, roasted. Yeah, we training calves. I do it every leg day. And Dang. in about six months from now, your girl's going to have some calves. Let's Super- go. <laughs> let's let's hype up Aaron's calves right now. Okay, yeah. everybody. Okay, well, what are your go-to calf exercises? Some Like once a week, I'll probably oh. do calves. Like I'll do the little uh, toe flippies, like, you know, them presses. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. no, I alternate between uh, like seated and stand. There's only, you can only do like calf raises. Yeah, right. <laughs> Literally, that's it. There's this one drop set that you can so do true. that's brutal. Okay. You start with your body weight and do 10. You have to do it on a standing uh, calf raise. Okay, yeah, with like the weight on your shoulders. 
uh, like a standing calf raise machine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then you pin, like a lot of them are like pin loaded. So you pin load it to your body weight. So like I'll put on like 140 and then you do 10 reps and then you hop off and do 10 reps and then you drop it down 10 pounds, do 10, get off, do 10. And you do that 10 times. Okay. Like 200 calf raises and you have doms for a week and can't walk. (laughs) (laughs) Your calves are like, why have you like been neglecting me for so long? I'm not okay with that. I can't keep up. (laughs) Oh man. Yeah, I I'm gonna try that out. Everyone needs to try out Aaron's uh, killer calf superset and let us know how it goes. (laughs) Let us know how it goes. If you're at the gym right now, do it and tag both of us immediately. Oh man, that's good. It's brutal. It is brutal. Quality on the calves. Well, you know you're accountable now. You've admitted it. So before and after. Literally, I've never chosen not to train them. I just forget. I'm like I honestly same. Like I don't ever remember. Yeah. I'll be driving from the gym and I'm like, shit, I didn't hit calves. Yeah. Five years strong. Yeah, that's me with like cardio. <laughs> Ooh, I oh, never do that? cardio. Oh, sorry, sorry again. Dude, you have to get a walking treadmill desk. Oh, I saw you walked like six miles today or something or yesterday. Mm-hmm. Excuse yeah, me. Six miles yesterday, five miles. Today. Like I just How? because I'm working. I'm like I get in the zone and I'm like I forget my feet or ADHD for one. Wow. Oh, that, <laughs> yeah, that probably helps you then, huh? But, yeah, no, literally like wow. game changer for focus, for productivity and getting, like I walked like 18,000 steps before noon. Holy and people cow. are like, oh my God, how are you so lean? I'm like, I literally walk so much all the time. <laughs> I'm actually Always walking walking. all day. And then I walk my dog three miles. So it's just like, like all the walking all the time. Holy cow. Yeah. Dang. Okay. Well, that's another thing too, though. Like if people are like, if you need to do, or if you want to do cardio, like you don't need to be running. And also yes. if you are running, it's actually counterproductive to training and energy. You're depleting all of your energy and you're not going to be able to train as hard. Yeah. Uh, so like literally incline walking or just like, I don't even incline walk. I just straight walk. Yeah. Uh, best cardio in my opinion. Love that. Yeah. That swimming, even biking, like it's great for you. Oh yeah. So whatever works. Okay. What is, do you, are you a warm up person? And if you are, what is your typical warm up routine? Let's hear it. Or are you a skipper? You might expose yourself right here. Oh, I, from that thing, Aaron, a little bit of a skipper. <laughs> only sometimes, only sometimes it depends what I'm starting with. If I, okay. usually like days, I pretty much always warm up. I always do some sort of warm up. I just don't necessarily always do like dynamic stretching and stuff like that. If I, like I, Without a doubt, I always start with a lighter weight. I do two sets of like whatever I'm starting with. Mm-hmm. I know. Okay. Not great. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, no, no but kidding. like leg days, I do a full. Brian actually taught me his stretching routine and I have fully adapted it. It's like like nice. walking inchworm and like band stuff. Um, yeah. Walk in the treadmill for five minutes just to get warm. Just to get warm. But yeah, I could, I could uh, up my warm up game. Exposed. Do you have, okay. What are your favorite gym shoes? What are your go-to you share? And then I'll share. That was like a massive question. Everybody on Instagram wanted to know what activity. Okay. Do like, I know it's different. Like every day we'll do leg day, normal, like upper body day, and then cardio. We'll do all three. Okay. So leg day, I literally wear blade. Like you guys know, I wear blazers all the time. I have like 20 pairs. They're my favorite. A lot of people say that they hurt their feet. I must have very narrow feet because I've, I've, I've genuinely never struggled with them being uncomfortable. Like I don't have any like toe pain or anything like that. If you do, you probably shouldn't wear them. I've seen a lot of like bad studies on like squatting and blazers for years. It's not good. Um, but that's what I use. Also, I did switch to Nike Romelios. I bought them on goat. They're a little bit expensive, but they're the best squatting shoes that you can get. They're like actual lifting shoes. 
Um, and then Noble trainers, I bought like four years ago. So they're like super durable. They literally last forever. Another favorite. For nice. Cardio, cardio wise, I would say on cloud, the cloud swift, you have to size up a half a size. I literally wore mine every single day for like four months. They're white and they're like gray now. They're like completely trash, but like I can walk seven, eight miles and zero pain. Um, otherwise NMD and then the noble runners too are good. Nice. NMDs. Yeah. Love that. Love that. Yeah. My feet are, I guess I have wider feet because I can't, (laughs) my feet are thick. I can't wear the, I can't wear the blazers. I actually have been needing to sell, sell them because I wore them once and I actually wore them for like 15 minutes and took them off and then just trained the rest of the time in my socks. Cause they just were a no for me, but I tried it. I tried the trend and failed, (laughs) but give it a shot. Yeah. I, I usually do Converse, but I actually just got Metcons and I'm, I'm kind of vibing those a lot. Oh, actually, really? did you get yeah. the, did you get the free Metcons or like the regular ones? Oh. Do they look like a tennis shoe or like a, no, they look like the, the, the little clunky ones. Yeah. A little oh, bit. They're a little bit of them clunky ones. <laughs> I like that. I like, I like those. Them. I like them. I just got, I used to always do NMDs, but now I have the Adidas ultra boost. That's like what I wear on upper body days. Oh yeah. And then, um, I like them a lot. Yeah. And then I've been on my Adidas game lately. Actually, I picked up a good amount of of Adidas. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah. You love shoes. I love that. Aaron's always unboxing a new pair. I'm like, Oh, custom blazers. Oh, (laughs) I know. Everyone's like, let me see your shoe closet. I'm like, no, (laughs) you're good at you. I feel like I'm going to be judged. Oh yeah. All the shoes I get are like, they're not, I'm not out here buying Jordans or anything. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I utilize them a lot. Like I, do you want to know how many heels I have Two. <laughs> okay. What color is like black and tan or something? <laughs> yeah, literally. No, literally same though. I have, I have, I have a couple, maybe I have like four, but yeah, no, still not. Still not too one many. Will grow up. <laughs> yeah. One day I'll grow up, <laughs> but I, I feel like, you know, there are some just bro gym girls and some, you know, we like to, we like to dress up still a little bit yeah, in there exactly. and press our men. Do I you dress wanna... up and I wear my platform blazers because they're fancy. <laughs> Wait, the what? Ones. You have platform <laughs> blazers? Yeah. I have all white platform blazers. And I literally sent them to my friend when I got them. I was like, wait, I got my fancy shoes today. Like I can wear these with dresses and stuff. Like it's a win. <laughs> what, was, what was your friend's reply? I must know. Were they like of all course, in support? Of course you did. <laughs> no surprise man you know i see uggs everywhere and i'm i'm ashamed to say i'm tempted to get a pair okay wait i was on uggs website <gasps> okay wait <laughs> what pair no, do you because... want to get no because same no i think they're i can't remember the name but it's n-e-u something i think it's like numo or something it's probably i probably just completely wait. botched that word but you... <laughs> i think that's what it is and i love the style there's this like platform okay yes well, platform is it like the... uggs like are we vibing with platform uggs? okay i just i don't know like do i get the platform uggs as well as the minis as well as the slippers like do i need all three and I then you see which one i like best i know I'm with i know you. i see the slippers everywhere and i'm like yeah i need those because i'm i'm using my like slides and i'm like no it's cold no, Michigan that's what I'm doing, literally yeah it's on right now yeah it's not cold here yet though it's literally still like 70 degrees oh I nice in Michigan it was freaking 50 and rainy yeah it's getting cold <laughs> so I'm like man I need these Uggs maybe I'll just buy one of each in return but I don't like I don't know thoughts I, I, I like them honestly I feel like yeah I, I would probably I'm probably gonna order a few pairs and then just return the ones that I don't yeah I don't okay like. you and me both <laughs> 
<laughs> Aaron and I talked about getting all of these shoes and let's see which ones are like the best. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry a bunch of different stressors. Recently, Darian and I are working through moving, him graduating, taking boards, wrapping up things here in Michigan, and our cross-country move to Florida. Like us, I assume that you also probably have a lot of things that are going on in your life and some stressors, whether they are big or small. And oftentimes we can keep them bottled up and then it can start to affect us negatively. But therapy can be a safe place for you to get things off of your chest and try to work through whatever is weighing you down. If you're thinking of starting therapy, go ahead and give BetterHelp a try. It is entirely online and it's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. So just fill out a brief questionnaire, get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash Brit today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P lp.com slash Brit. Skincare from the sea. You got that right. I'm introducing you to the brand Osea. If you have not heard of them yet, this company is called OSEA. It stands for Ocean, Sun, Earth, and Atmosphere. And it is an amazing skincare and body care company. This company is vegan and cruelty-free. They're climate neutral certified and ocean positive. It is a clean beauty company. checks all of the boxes. I love these products so much. I actually gave some away to some of you for the local event so that you could try them as well. Some of the favorite ones that I use are the body oil and lotion. And then I also love the hyaluronic serum and the ID puff serum. And every time I use them, I feel so luxurious. They also have a few gift sets that are going on for Mother's Day, which is really fun. They have a glow and go facial set and then a golden glow body set. I'm definitely going to get my mom one of these. I just don't know which yet. So go ahead and treat yourself or your mom to the everyday spa experience that you deserve. Deserve. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code FUNGAINS at OseaMalibu.com. You'll get free samples with every order and free shipping on orders over $60. Head over to OseaMalibu.com and use code FUNGAINS for 10% off. Yes. Oh man, are there any other trends? I guess now we're talking about trends and stuff. Are there any fitness trends that you've seen come around that you hate or ones that you love? So yeah, I hate. <laughs> oh no, it's okay. I hate <laughs> this new trend on doing every single thing the most optimally you possibly can. Like uh, when you post yeah. a video or share an exercise and people are like, this isn't optimal. There's no better way to do it. It's like, okay, yeah, there, prob- there probably is, but like training for five, like five years is short. Like there are people that have been training for 20, 30, 40, 50 years. It's like, you're not going to be able to always do the most op. Like that's not the point. Like, yes. Barbell deadlifts are not the most optimal way to train, but like you need to do a compound movement. Like, I just feel like there's been a switch in the fitness industry for the past like couple of years. That's like, so, so form focused and so focused on like being optimal mm-hmm. that like a lot of people like, like, sometimes you go into a gym and like, you don't see a lot of people pushing themselves or like, sometimes you need to sacrifice like 10% of form to like get yourself more comfortable with weight to be able to like move forward. But yeah, yeah, I don't know. I just think, I just think like that idea of like every single thing you're doing has to be the best 
possible version of what you're doing. Like, yes, that's the goal, but I think that takes the fun out of it. Yeah. And it can also be, I don't want to drain. Yeah. It can be intimidating too. If you're newbies or if you are trying to be like, Oh, well, wait, everything's contradicting everything. And a big point that I saw about that is, um, that there's like different styles, right? Like bodybuilding hypertrophy. That is a total different workout style where things are going to be up more quote, more optimal for right. bodybuilding. If that's your training style versus more optimal for powerlifting, strength training, or just living a healthy lifestyle. Like that's going to look different for every single person and every single group. So I hate when things are also like just thrown in a blanket statement or even yeah, like- with food. Oh, this is oh what irritates me the chemicals in this. I'm like, bro, salt's uh, a freaking chemical. Salt's on the, uh, fr- like, you gotta be kidding me. Like, yeah. Oh, somebody literally came for Quaker Oats. Uh, somebody came for Quaker Oats. Like, oh, it's literally everything. You're like, literally fear mongering people to like not eat anything. Some people can't yeah. freaking afford organic oats every week. I know I'm one of them. I'm not going to Whole Foods and buying all my organic food. Like don't fear monger those who A, maybe can't afford it or B, like, it's freaking oatmeal. Like yeah. it's literally oats. It's right. such a healthy option. I just, oh, I, I was so mad. I was, yeah, no, I can't, I can't get behind. I just like, it's, it's the same thing as like going back to what we were saying about training. Like it's this whole idea that like somebody will post a, like an exercise and then everyone's like, oh, that's not optimal. That's not optimal. And then somebody will like watch that video and be like, oh, that's a bad exercise. Like I shouldn't do that exercise. I know. No, oh, it's yeah. not bad. It's not optimal. Apparently for whatever these people, like for their goals, same as food. Like just because that yeah. has that. Like there are some foods, obviously ingredients that are bad. You shouldn't eat them. But like Quaker oats, come on now. Like if I die by Quaker oats, I die by Quaker oats. Like take me out. I love my oatmeal. Like it, it's not the end of the world. Like I just yeah. People oh. like definitely get too extreme. They take things to extremes. Yeah. Like, I totally agree. That yeah. Good old TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I actually have optimal comment blocked on my TikTok. Oh, wait, that's a genius and, idea. And scapular plane. Mm-hmm. <laughs> optimal and scapular plane are both blocked. Comment blocked on my TikTok. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Man. Well, I guess, oh man. Yeah. That's a tough, that's tough. Did you, the last question from Instagram that I wanted to ask is, Uh, do you have any advice for people working out in college? Did you work out in college? Did you start this in college? Did you go to college? I actually dropped out of college. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I have kind of a crazy like life school story because I graduated high school at 15. So I started college. What? Yeah. Erin, are you a genius? uh, I like math a lot. Like I just yeah. Oh, well, I'm, a big, I'm a big math girly. I got a 35 on my ACT. I got a 36 on the math portion. Okay. Tell us all, tell us everything. I'm, I'm invested in your well, life right now. Like, it's just like, oh uh, yeah. So I, I graduated at 15, started at 16 or started college at 16 and then dropped, dropped out at 18. Didn't even get a degree, but I didn't like, I, that was way before that was before I like gained weight and like was, so yeah. I didn't really train like fitness was not really a part of my, like, I've always kind of been like in shape. I played sports. Like I've been healthy, Yeah. but like before I gained weight, I didn't really like train. So I don't have the best advice for that. Yeah. It, I'm kind of the same way where I feel well, I not the same way, but also not the same way. Cause I didn't graduate high school at 15 and go to college at 16. <laughs> so, uh, but I wasn't super into fitness in college either. And I think that 
I think that's awesome that people are into that and wanting to like get into the health and wellness space. But I also feel like for me, that wasn't the time for me to focus on that. I just tried to stay active as I could. And then afterward, I was like, oh, I can dedicate more time to this. That's just kind of how it was for me. Um, I feel like there's so much going on in college. Like, I feel like there are certain like routines and things that you can adapt for like well-being and like good mental health. Like training is so good for that. But I do feel like it, it, it may be challenging to prioritize like a very rigorous training schedule along with like fueling your body the way you need to and going to class and like going out and having fun and doing yeah, all the things. trying to like, have a social life. Like maybe it that just... shouldn't be your priority then, but like, but also it's like, if that's like a hobby to you and you enjoy it, then like, I like do it. Yeah. There's a group of people that you can find that want to live the same like lifestyle as you. And it might even be a better situation. Like, I don't know. I didn't even like, I literally went to community college. Like I didn't even go to like, I was literally too young. I couldn't go to like normal college. So <laughs> I don't even know what college is like. I'll tell you that. But oh my I'm gosh, assuming that you could go find some little friends that like fitness and you guys can go do fitness together. Yeah. I I love- like that's just the same for like any stage of life is recruiting people to like have in your life that are like have the same values and goals and like routine as you. Yes. You really stick to it. It's so helpful. And I feel like in relationships too, how did you and Brian meet? Um did you so meet in the gym? Story. Yeah. So, but it's, it's, it's more than, it's so more than, I, was, I, I remember you telling me, but let's hear yeah, it. Well, Brittany, you were literally what? like, you were in the beginnings of the relationships. Like you literally met Brian like two days after, like that was like our first, like, wait, that's so true. And you were like, hanging out in person. Yeah. yeah you were like, I'm ta- yeah. You're like, I'm talking to this guy, but like, and I was like, okay, this is fun. No, but this is so exciting. Like it's happening and it's working and I love it. And it's such a fun, cute relationship. So yeah. Yeah. So, so I was in LA visiting my friend Val. I went to LA, like I was living in LA for like January, February this year. I got stuck on that city. Val lived there and whatever. We just had a great time together. But I went there in February and I was supposed to leave on Sunday. It was February 13th. And this gym I went to, um, the owner was like, Val and the owner like knew each other for a while so he texted Val and was like there's a Valentine's Day party tomorrow like wine joints DJ booth like you gotta come I'm like I'll go for the joints just kidding (laughs) um no but so I was like I was supposed to fly out that morning and I don't know why but I switched my flight and to the next day so I could go to this Valentine's Day party look at that yeah and went to the party Brian was there he walked up to me and he's like do you compete in figure I was like "Mm." What a compliment. Okay. What's up? All right. Let's go. No. And then we just talked (laughs) for a little bit. I asked for his Instagram. He didn't follow me back that night. He didn't message me that night. He said in hindsight that he did look at my page that night, but he did not do anything. And then Mm -hmm. the next day, he called me back, sent me a DM. We DM for like three days. Then he asked my number. And then like the second day of texting, he's like, can we FaceTime tonight? And I was like, oh, okay, yes. Like you're about leveling up. I hate texting. Like, yeah, yeah. No, like, no, I, I like, I'm not going to text somebody long distance. Like if yep. we're going to like see what this is, like let's, so I really appreciated that like initiative Love that. and then we literally FaceTimed every single night for like two hours for three weeks. <gasps> and then he invited me to LA. I booked a trip to LA. He texts me and he's like, I'm actually gone. I'm at the Arnold. Like when you're supposed to be here. I was like, bro, bro, like what? what? <laughs> First of all, how does that even happen? Second of all, I texted Jeff, the CEO bucked up and was like, yo, send me the Arnold. So he sent me the Arnold. So then I went to the Arnold and Brian went to the Arnold 
and yeah we and then you went to the Arnold and we Heck yeah. Arnold. <laughs> and we got some drinks no but <laughs> Brian and I stayed together while we were there from the Arnold I flew back with him to LA because I had a trip with Val to Cabo yeah like days later flying out of LA because we were going together so I was like oh like I'll just fly back with him well he invited me back I so I'll fly back with him and then I can fly to Cabo from there Luckily I had an amazing dog sitter, like dog trainer, dog, dog sitter, whatever. So like, I yeah. was so comfortable leaving the Lambo. Um, so I flew back to LA, literally spent eight days with him, went to Cabo, flew back to LA, stayed with him for 10 more days. And then finally was like, all right, I got to go home. And then he came out and then we did the long distance thing. When he came out, he asked me to be his girlfriend. Aww. Super cute. Yeah. And then we did long distance for a few months and then we're like, mm, this is not it. Yeah. We trip to Denver is the place. And we moved here. I love that. <laughs> Look at that. That yeah. is so cool. Yeah. It's I remember how, because yeah. I wanted nothing to do with men. Like, I feel like that's like, always when it happens. Yeah. Like I, like, like Val was like, Ooh, there's going to be like some guys there. Like, to, like, it'll be fun. I was like, cool. Like I'm there for the joints. Like, let's go get a workout in. And <laughs> yeah, I just like was at this stage in my life where I'm like, I, I just really want to like do what I want to do. And I just don't yeah. And I, th- I really do think that's when it happens. Like, I can't tell you how many friends that are like, Oh yeah, I met my husband when I like, wasn't trying. And I'm like, yeah. But like when you're single and like, when you're in that stage of like wanting to meet someone, that's like so annoying to hear. Like, yeah. I remember like being in a single stage. Cause I've only dated like three guys. Like I've been single most of my adult life and just like being like, mm, like I want a boyfriend and people are like, mm, like it's going to happen when it happens. And I'm like, I don't, I don't want to hear that. Like, tell me something else. Yeah, it did. Dude, look at that. And now do you guys work out together? Do you say most days or do you have a different schedule? Yeah, again, like I would say 90% of the time, like cool. one of us has something because we film for each other. Yeah. As now, which is like super helpful. Um, I yeah, had that's a so nice. Yeah. I had a videographer in Utah and then he had a friend that would do it in California. Um, so yeah, it, we, we go to the gym together at the same time, but we don't always like train together. Sometimes we're like doing other things, but yeah. Yeah. Do I definitely think- look way harder when we train together. Like I'm so sore for so many days. Yeah. <laughs> You're still like, I need to prove something. Yeah. literally. <laughs> oh my gosh. I love that. Do you feel like it's always easier to like live your own lifestyle when you have someone doing it alongside of you? It's never really been like a, um, like a need for me to be with somebody that's like super into fitness or like lit, like yeah. It would just be off-putting if like they never went to the gym or like weren't were supportive, super yeah. unhealthy or like played video games all the time. Like there are some things that I'd be like, no, but like, as long as I can live my life and keep my routine and you can support that and like be a team player for that, then I think it's, I think it's good. I love that. I think you were an amazing example of getting it done, right? Like that drive that motivation for you to want to live this lifestyle and you being so sure of who you are in yourself is so powerful. And that's going to just continuously carry you. And I feel like that's also what's helped attribute to you being so successful, which is so cool. But a lot of people are like, Oh, well, what if I do, or like, what do I do if my significant other or my friend group isn't supportive? I guess it's different if someone's not supportive in you trying to live a healthier lifestyle versus someone who isn't as interested in it. But I think, I don't know. What do you think about that? Do you think you can, like if other people are in relationships where they're looking for that support, what kind of advice would you give them? Or I don't know. I'm, I'm a very, very, like, I am very picky about who I keep in my life. Yeah. 
and I'm very, very big on like, like you're a reflection of the people that you spend the most time with and the people you talk to the most. So like, if you're, if you're in a relationship or you're surrounding yourself with people that are making your fitness journey or making like living a healthier life harder, I would really, really encourage you to like reflect on that relationship and what you are gaining from it. Because if you're not gaining something like huge to counteract that feeling that you're getting, it's not worth having them in your life. And I know that's like a, that's not an easy solution. Like it's not just like, yeah, it's, it's probably not what a lot of people want to hear, but like, if that's really how you feel like it, they don't deserve to be in your life. They don't deserve that. I don't know. Like I've cut out people from my life. If, if they're making my, my life harder, like, I feel like it's toxic relationship, whether it's a friend or a family member or relationship, like you are the only constant variable in your life and you're so important and your like mental health and how you feel about yourself is so important that if anybody's counteracting that or like making you question that they need to go like, yeah, without a doubt. Yeah. I love that you said, like, if anyone's making you doubt yourself, it just at the end of the day, no. Yeah. And at the end of the day, you're all you have. And I love that you even said like, you're worth it. You're important enough to give yourself that time and value just because I've also been in a relationship where uh, it was not a good one and you can just really feel like crap and really like worthless and that you're, you don't deserve anything. So I don't know. I always feel like somehow I get into this conversation and I'm like, I don't want people to be like, break up with your significant other if it's toxic, but it is like, like, it can be a wake up call if you've been needing it. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and even if you're like having that, if you're having the thought of like, oh, I would need to break up with this person, like that in itself is your answer. I don't know. Well, not not saying really, really, really good at like there. No, you're like cut, I'm really cut good to at the, yeah. Like, yeah. like I, I just, yeah. But I, yeah. I also recognize that a lot of people are not like that and it doesn't yeah. need to be that extreme. So yeah. Well, and yeah. we're not saying like, if you're significant other or friend isn't into fitness, like cut them out of your life. Oh. No, 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 no. Oh just to be clear yourself from everybody that doesn't yeah. go to the gym. Yeah. <laughs> no, no you can't, you can have both. I think that's what I was saying is you can have both. Like you are enough to do whatever kind of goals you want. It may be a little bit harder to do it more by yourself, but you can find that motivation within yourself to keep pushing you. Erin, you're a great example of that, of just like, you made the decision. You're not going back. You're going to keep pushing yourself no matter what it takes. You found the routine and the lifestyle that you love. Like that's just part of who you are now. And you just continuously do that. And I think anybody can do that and can take a lot from, from that. So yeah, you're pretty much just cool. Okay. <laughs> okay. <Move> to Denver. <laughs> yes. I wanted to end the podcast on kind of a, this or that we'll do a couple Correct. of these, Correct. um, answer these questions. So just to get a little bit t- for people to get to know us a little bit more. Are you a planner or are you somebody who wings it? Planner. Oh, I feel like I'm more of a wing it, oh, I'm a <laughs> but I need to be more of a planner. Are you, I do you like more of like a wing it <laughs> No, Brian's teaching me? Brian's like a hundred percent wing it. And I, yeah. like so we're compromising. We're learning from each other. It's great. Oh, that's awesome. I'll like write down everything I need to do, but I'm like, I'm just going to go based how I feel. No, I need to actually plan out. Are you somebody who you're like, you clock in your day. It's always filled. I'm like- not. No. So like I plan, like, I'll be like, what am I doing? Like, I guess, I don't know. Maybe I kind of am like in between. 
I plan, like, I want to know, I want to know what to expect. I want to know what's happening. I want to know, like, but I'm not, I cannot do like time things. Like yeah. I can't two like, fifteen. I'm doing this and two. Okay. Okay. Same. Okay. Like, no. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I guess I'm kind of like, maybe I do just wing it. <laughs> We're not schedulers. We'll plan, no. but not schedule. Okay. No, I don't think I've ever stayed with the schedule I've made like ever in my life. <laughs> okay. Are you more of a pre-workout person or an energy drink? For the gym? Yeah. Yeah. Same. Every day. The bucked up, whatever your code is. Yeah. Mango ice cream. Bucked yeah. Up code. Oh. oh yeah. Cause you, is that flavor still available? That's when yeah. you collabed with them, right? Yep. We did hey, 25,000 units. We did so many. Yeah. And once yeah. it's gone, it's gone. So I actually should probably figure out where we're at with stock, but there's definitely that's a good cool. Yeah. That's awesome. Hey, let the uh, PE science. Let's go. I'm just kidding. <laughs> Get on it. Get on it. Okay. Are you more of, oh wait, why can't I read this? Okay. <laughs> you kind of already answered this maybe, but high socks versus low socks. This one's high random socks. high socks because your cat. <laughs> Why is that so funny that I just like figure that out? That's cool. I think I'm high socks. Definitely too. Yeah. It's just hey, a look. Yeah. Calling or texting. I already know this one. Not texting. Yeah. <laughs> Calling. Yeah. I'm the worst texter in America. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Like Brittany yeah. and I are on like yeah. a seven to nine day business, seven to nine business day reply time. <laughs> I know you like, like, I can't start this text again saying, Oh my God, I'm the worst. <laughs> like there's nothing else to say. I know you like the last two days we've been actually texting each other at a decently reply rate. And I'm like, wow, this is cool. <laughs> oh, I love it. Oh, yeah. Definitely calling. I just okay. Cell phone. I don't know. Yeah. Well, it's cause it's like work. I don't know if that's about you, but like, I only am on my phone for work and I yeah. like never want to text or use it for personal oh. things. Cause I'm like, Oh, I'm so done with it. My by mom the end of will the day. text me every three to four weeks. Are you alive? Like, <laughs> oh are you still God, with Aaron. us? Like, yes, mom. I'm here. Sorry. Hi. I'll call you. Hi mom. Here's <laughs> yeah. oh. my location. I'm like, Her you mom. see me moving. Like, you know, I'm okay. Alive. True. True. Valid. Like, She's like, what if you got kidnapped? She's crazy. Anyway. <laughs> Okay, Val, with this day and age, valid though. So, so valid. Okay. Do you clean as you cook or do you clean up at the end? No, I make a mess. Yeah. No, I, wow. Okay. That makes me feel good. On TikTok, there's all these people who are so clean. Oh, yeah. No. Like, I aspire to be you. That's just not me. Such a messy person. Yeah. Like, in my house, if I ever post something where my house looks clean, just know that there's a pile of something hiding behind the camera. (laughs) (laughs) Exposed. No, honestly, (laughs) literally, same. Let me show you my bed right now. This is the date, the guest bed. All of my activewear just sitting on there. Yeah. My (laughs) It's fine. Oh, it's fine. That's what you that's it's I really true. have kept this house cleaner though I will say I think this is the cleanest I've like consistently kept a house yeah are you guys liking your new house and area Denver's kind of a cool vibe I feel yeah. like so Brian and I live separate he lives like he lives like 15 minutes north so he's in like a suburb oh, area cool. yeah and then that. Awesome. yeah and I'm like more downtown so we get like very we get like best of both worlds because he's like so much more chill yeah like less stressful like just way more to like sub- suburb and uh I have so much to do around me we can like scooter from my place to literally yeah. like restaurants like there's so much to do so we freaking love it like literally every single day we're like I'm never leaving like I'm in love with the city I will never leave like I've moved out of state every single year for the past three years and I'm not doing it again yeah I'm so you're like you feel like you're settled love yeah. that for you love yeah. that for you 
Okay, favorite movie genre? I don't actually like movies. I just like, I, I find- Are you one- a TV show? Dude, I- Are you not a show person at all? No, <gasps> I rewatch things. That's my problem. I've seen oh. Grey's Anatomy nine times. I've seen the new Top Gun movie 10 times. It's so good. Okay, so good. The, okay the new Top Gun movie is- Oh my God. So good. It's so good. I've seen it tonight. It's so good. I, I'm a lover. You so do you like, do you like Tom Cruise though? Then I do like Tom Cruise. It I does love Tom Cruise. because I don't know if you've seen this, but he has a tooth in the middle of his face. I don't know if you've seen this. Oh, he, I know. I know. You'll never be able to unsee it. So on any like close up shots, it just like, <sighs> but I love him. Like he's a great actor. Yeah, like, no, I love him. I love that movie. I love that movie. It's like such a perfect mix of like everything. Like yeah. if there's something I don't know what to watch. I'm like, Gun. yeah it's so okay so do you like to rewatch things and it's like a comfort in the background like you just yeah. like have it on or you genuinely like sit absorb and rewatch it it depends I kind of do both also cool. random I watched this the devil in Ohio did you what? see that on Netflix no this, like, oh my gosh it's a short series it's about this girl that leaves this like demonic cult okay yeah it no definitely nothing, it's <laughs> nothing like anything I would literally ever watch in my life, but I watched it in two days. Like Brian and I were like, literally, oh my God, you have to watch it. No. To watch it on like a rainy weekend. No, that stuff scares me. Yeah, it's scary, but it's so good. <laughs> no, 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 no. Random things. Like I don't even, I would say like action or comedy. I don't like like romance. Yeah. It's, it's too slow. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like love or people touching each other. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> like, uh, are good, but yeah no I feel that I love action I love good action movie I'm trying to think what else I like I don't know I just feel like tv nowadays sucks yeah it, yeah like all the storylines were done like 20 years ago and there's nothing else to like create now everything has like aliens and like extraterrestrials and shit because they're like well an action movie and then throw in aliens because it'll make it different <laughs> I don't know, I don't know except mean. Top Gun have top gun <laughs> oh that's a good one okay well i think that's pretty much i feel like that's pretty much it i feel like we answered a bunch of of good questions from people that they asked on instagram as well as a little bit of this or that do you have any other this or that's like preferences when it comes to the gym like are you legging shorts do you like, like sweet or salty? dude i like both but i can always always eat a ton of sweet like I can eat a whole thing of cinnamon rolls by myself I can eat a whole dozen Krispy Kreme by myself like I had pumpkin cake and ice cream before the gym like cake from Trader Joe's looked bomb I literally you need it with the pumpkin ice cream oh I'm gonna have to go let's get my flower I I know I love Trader Joe's it's so good it's gas it's good they got a couple of stuff so it's always good I always like to end every podcast episode with what is one thing you would tell your younger self? Hmm. Honestly, I feel like I spent like years of my life worrying, like teenage years, like young adult, like when I was overweight, I cared so much about what other people thought about me so much. Like I would not do certain things. I would do certain things. Like I just, it, it was always at the forefront of my mind. I was so concerned about what other people thought. And if I could go back, like I said this earlier, and I really do believe this. You're the only constant variable in your life. Like you're going to go through phases. You're going to go through, like, you're going to go through phases of places of people of just different eras of things. And no matter what you will always be there. Like you are the one that matters and your opinion of yourself matters. So I wish that like, I never went through this phase of caring so much. Like I I just, if I could go back, 
I would give myself the perspective now of like knowing who I am and the amount of validation I get and like feeling grounded in myself and like being able to like trust myself if there's like a big decision or like something that I need to do. I, I know that I can make a decision and feel confident and like fall through with it. And if I had that insight when I was like 14, 15, 16, I just think that I would have done things differently and then maybe I wouldn't be here. So I think everything happens for a reason, but yeah, yeah. I just really think like getting over that slump of like just caring about other people. There's 7 billion people in the world and there's one of you, like you can go through your life and care about 7 billion people and not live the life that you want. Or you can care about one person and then live your life the way you want to. It's kind of up to you. I love that. How do you feel like you got from the point of caring what people think versus just not caring anymore and completely living your own life? Cause I feel like that's a hard thing for a lot of people to do. Is it just like one day you're like, that's it, I'm done. Or is it more of a gradual process where you're like every day you're working on, I'm just going to do this to be authentic to myself and not worry what other people are thinking. I think that it's like, it was definitely like the gym was a big part of it. Like that, like what we talked about earlier with like making that commitment to yourself and showing up every day. And like, I mean, I, I went through a huge weight loss transformation. I never had a coach. Like I went to orange theory classes, but like I did that essentially myself. That was so empowering for me to like feel validated in who I was and like kind of gave me a sense of like, I don't care what other people think. And then mm-hmm. moving out of state, like I've moved out of state the last three years, every single year to a state. When I moved from Michigan to Colorado, I'd never been to Colorado before. I signed a lease over the phone and literally packed up all my shit and went there. I'd never been there. I didn't know anyone. And then I moved to Utah and I'm back here. Like, I think that just like in growing up and going through different things and like, like seeing it play out is like, it, it just really doesn't matter. You yeah. know what I mean? Like if you're at a restaurant and somebody's looking at you weird, or like says something to you, you're never going to see them again. Like it, it, I just, I really think it's been a lot of like maturity and like going through life kind of on my own, um, like with the moving and like, again, with like training and that validation. Like, I, I just think it's like an all encompassing of like living life in a like better, healthier, more like linear path. I wish I, I had a better that. answer. I wish I had a, like a thing to just be like, this is how you don't care. Cause like, no, that's so, it's there were so times true. I did care where I'm like, why do I care? Like, I don't want to care anymore, but it's like, not that easy. Yeah. It's, it's just not a time thing. It's like getting comfortable in the gym. Like you can't, it's time. It's true. It's about breakup. It's time. It's just, uh, time. yes, it is. I feel like everything is time and even maturity of realizing, okay, well, where are the priorities? And it can, it even comes from for me, it came from a place of, oh, I don't like that. I wasn't doing whatever I wanted that. I was letting other people control my life more than me. Like, I don't want to live that way. So I'm just not going to anymore and just stop caring what other people are going to say or think because everybody's going to have an opinion and that's fine. Everybody's entitled to their own. My favorite quote is, well, not my favorite, but one of them that I heard that I always liked is you could be like the juiciest peach in the world, but somebody out in the world doesn't like peaches. It has nothing to do with you. Like you are a ripe, juicy, yummy peach, but some people just literally hate peaches. Like they just don't like it or they're allergic to them. So, you know, it's like you can't cater to everybody no matter what. And I think that being a people pleaser or being, you know, where you're worried about what everybody's thinking about you. I feel like that's a natural instinct and behavior that a lot of us humans have as traits because we want to be loved and accepted by people. But the best thing we can do is to truly love and accept ourselves for how we are and be true to that. So I love that. Yeah. There's another quote that I can't remember off the top of my head right now, but it's something like, I think it's, let me look it up. Hang on. Google. See if I can find it. Your, your reply, your answer was great to that. So 
Heck yeah. Heck it's just yeah. something like sun, sun, sunrises are beautiful and so are, so is something else, but they look nothing the same. Like don't compare yourself. And that's the same thing. Like, yes. like you're so beautiful in your own, own way. Like it doesn't matter what anyone else is doing. I love that. I love that too. That's a great way to end. Great way to end the podcast. Is there anything else you want to say on the podcast? No, I think I, I think I overexposed my life. No, you really didn't. <laughs> oh, it was, was a great time. I'm super was, happy to be on. This has yeah. been a long time coming. Yeah, no. So uh, this is literally going up tomorrow morning. So I'm excited. <laughs> so excited. Okay. Go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you so they can spam you and everybody better freaking spam Aaron because you guys were like, get Aaron on the podcast. So y'all better oh, yeah. spam her Instagram. I'm ETK fit on Instagram. I'm Aaron.Killeen on TikTok. K-I-L-L-E-E-N, two L's, two E's. Yeah. yeah. YouTube just yeah. started my freaking YouTube, you guys. Let's my, go. My video is coming. It's already, it's, all right. YouTube editing is like way more encompassing as Brittany knows. So I've edited yeah. for two days. I'm not done yet. I'm hoping to have it up <laughs> on Thursday, but it might be Friday, but I'm Aaron Clean on YouTube too. So cool. find me on all the things. Find her, give her love and uh, comment your favorite part of this podcast on the Instagram podcast, which is funandgames.podcast. That's everything for today, you guys. Thanks so much for listening, and we'll talk to you all next week. Bye. Bye. You're listening to the Fun and Games podcast with your host, Brittany Lupton. Thanks for listening to another episode. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, and review this podcast, and we'll see you all next time for some more fun and games. Bye. When you visit Arizona, time is measured in moments, not minutes. Like the moment you see the Grand Canyon for the first time. Visit a new state of mind. Learn more at hereyouareaz.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.